Welcome to Bitch, Bitch, Bitch podcast, where we say all the things you're thinking and hope our moms aren't listening. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Caitlin. And we're your hosts, two upper middle class white women here to bitch about first world problems. Bitch. 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 It's the podcast. Okay. That was um, impromptu. Yeah. So, that was beautiful. I, I I was unaware that was impromptu. I've been practicing all week. Just yelling just, bitch. Just yelling bitch. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I'm sure that, um, you know, comes very well received. <laughs> People loved it. We got a puppy. <gasps> um, what? His- yes. Oh, my God. You didn't talk about the dog last week? I have not talked about the dog. There's been wow. too many other things to talk about. Oh, wow. Also, like, that's not a bitch, right? But Mm-mm. I do have a funny story. I well, um, it's a boy dog, so no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I do have a funny story right off the bat. Funny story. Yes. Uh, I was taking him out to go to the bathroom the other day, and my neighbors were sitting outside grilling, and they were like, oh, what a cute puppy, blah, blah, blah. What's his name? And I said, Remy. And the guy goes, oh, like Remy Martin? And then today I took him on a walk and I told another guy the same thing. His name's Remy. And he said, oh, I used to drink Remy Martin. And I was like, I didn't mean to name my dog after alcohol. <laughs> but it's hilarious. That's what all, all old men I talk to are like, hell yeah, isn't, Remy Martin. Isn't that the um, mouse from Ratatouille also? Or the rat? Yes. <laughs> Ratatouille. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, sorry. I, I thought he was named after the alcohol also. Oh, you did? Yeah. I've never had the alcohol. I think I, I should try it. I was, uh, yeah, I was a little confused by the name because I was like, I don't, I don't picture her a Remy Martin drinker, but you no, know. No, I've seen the commercials though. Remy Martin. Ooh, that That's sounds fancy. I've never seen a commercial. I honestly don't know what it is. And half the time I think, I think it's a uh, car, but that's the Aston Martin. So easy to get. I don't, confused. I don't have anything to say back to that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she named her dog after a liquor or a car if you're not smart. <laughs> it's definitely not after the car. Um, what in the world are you drinking? I'm drinking a red wine. Thank you for asking. It is oh. a Cab Sav Syrah blend. What are you drinking? Uh, in the same vein of your red wine because it's fall, bitches, mm-hmm. I am drinking a hard cider. Oh, that's lovely. It's a fall time. It's a crisp 92 degrees here. So. Ooh. Okay, well, mm-hmm. it is fall. Yeah, it is. It is fall now. Um, has it started cooling off for you yet? Oh, hell yeah. It's cold. <sighs> I mean, so it's jealous. not cold, but you know, like it's cool. So hey, I have a question for you. Yes. Do you still like Harry Styles? Yes. Why? Like I saw all- this on our joint notes, and I don't know why <laughs> that is a question. Like well, after he uh, spit on Chris Evans or whatever. Was that Chris Evans? It was one of the Chris's. Chris Pine. There's a, so I many I think Chris's. it's Chris Pine. Yeah. Okay. Um, he didn't, I don't think he spat on him. Maybe, I don't think he did either. And why would he? Why would he do it in public when he knows he's being filmed? Like <laughs> He did something weird and I don't know what he did. But mm, um, I, I don't, don't know. It's just like uh, there's drama around that whole movie. That I know. I, I kind of want to see it, but I have no fucking clue what it's about now that I've watched the previews like 40 times because they're on every commercial. Um, yeah. But it looks good. Uh, listeners, if if you've seen it because it's it's out, I think, today or tomorrow or yesterday. Anyway, uh, it, it came out recently. If you've seen Don't Don't Worry, Darling. 
I don't know. Oh, no, what but it's okay. called. It's got the word darling in it and worry, I think. Anyway, let us know if it's good or if we can skip it. Yeah. Yeah. Or if the drama was just better than the movie. And so, you know, <laughs> I know I, I might not see the movie, but I am here for the drama. Um, <laughs> I think, do you think that the drama has anything to do with the fact that it's a female director? I think that the drama could be made up in order to sell tickets. I also think so too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. There's like a billion female directors out there. Like yeah. know, nobody gives a shit about anything else. Um, um, I have a bay bay bitch to smooth oh, segue out of that. Lay it on me. Okay. So I know we've talked about this in the past, but loud cars, mm-hmm. you know, small penises, loud cars. I just. Right. Medium horsepower. Yes. Okay. <laughs> what really bothers me is when I'm doing my hot girl walk, which is a thing, and everybody's been doing it all summer, and it's never going to end for me because I live in Florida now, and the, the summer is never ending. But anyway, I'm walking on the side of the road, as one does, and uh, I, I have to keep turning my volume up and down on my podcast because a fucking loud <laughs> car goes by. So, I mean, uh-huh. it's just, it's not even revving their engine. They're just driving and it's just loud and it's so annoying and I don't understand the appeal of it. And it was a motorcycle once. There was a fire ambulance, yeah. fire, whatever it's called, which they're allowed to a be loud. fire ambulance. Yeah, fire. Okay. The ambulance was on fire. Uh, <laughs> so that that's allowed. They're allowed to be loud. Okay. But they're the only ones that are allowed to be loud boys and the fire trucks. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. Um Rant over. I no, I agree. I agree. Uh it is annoying. Um uh however, so my husband doesn't like uh the uh like electric cars or hybrid cars that like sneak up on you. <laughs> you know, like yeah. this is basically an office podcast, right? Yes. So remember whenever oh, uh brilliant. Dwight and Andy fought and mm-hmm. uh Andy, you know, pushed Dwight up against the fence with his Prius because it didn't make any noise. Yes. It is kind of creepy, like, to just be out, and then all of a sudden there's a car next yes. to you. Like, what the fuck? Where'd you come from? Yeah, I've definitely had so, that happen many times. <laughs> yes, I I am all here for medium-sounding cars, okay? Mm-hmm. I want to be able to keep my podcast at a regular level and the same level, but mm-hmm. I also want to know that a car is coming up behind me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's the Goldilocks of cars. Not too, exactly. not too loud, not too quiet, just right in the middle. <sighs> I'm, yes. Thank you for agreeing with me. That of was course. my baby bitch. That was a good baby bitch. Thank you. Do you have anything you want to bitch about? Or I can keep going. I got a lot. I think you should keep going. All right. What the fuck is up with contouring? Why does everybody have to do it? it, it, it the women, when I see their faces and I, I watch their tutorials and they're putting the makeup on, it, it doesn't look like any different. Really. Really. That, <laughs> that much. When, when they're done. It, they, they were beautiful to start with. Then they added the foundation. And then they put all the brown stuff on. It and, got weird. And yeah. it looks really weird. And they look sort of like a deer. And then then they look almost the same. Like, just put a little... Like, I don't notice the difference between just, like, a little bit of bronzer and, and that. And it's so oh. much so much cost and time. And I just... I don't it, get it. I, and The difference is 45 to an hour and a half of your life. Exactly. Um, yeah, a lot of money. I don't. I agree. I did watch a, a TikTok the other day where this lady uh, contoured away her double chin, and it was pretty fun to watch. Yeah. But at the same time, I was like, "Who who gives a shit? You know, just like put on eyeshadow, and then we won't look at your chin." 
Yeah. <laughs> Just uh, get a face tattoo. God. Get a face tattoo. Yeah. Yes. And, and it's, but it's not like, but she's not hiding it. She's hiding it just from the camera angle that she is at right now. If you're oh, up absolutely. next to her talking to her or near her, you're going to be able to see the double chin. So it's just for photos. Like, right. Oh, yeah. it's for sure just for photos. Yeah. yeah. Which is why, you know, just like I said, put you on know, some eyeshadow. I like the face tattoo idea. <laughs> and if she spent like the 45 minutes that it took her to do that makeup, if she hit the gym with it or cooked a healthy meal or something, <laughs> maybe that would solve the problem more permanently than having to do that every or goddamn like, day. washa, right? Yeah. If you do like the massages, you can get your jawline to like pop. No. That's probably fake. Is that real? No. I don't, I don't believe that. I don't believe anything. I don't believe I you can gum. change anything That's with my, moisturizer um... either. <laughs> I chew gum as my jaw workout. And so, uh, you know. Well, that is real. That is does, it? That does help. Oh, shit. What was the reason? Uh, it seems fake. It does but... seem fake. I'll get back to you on this. I'll do a follow-up at some point. But there, <laughs> there's some benefits to chewing gum. And I almost started doing it again. But I was like, oh, I think you look like a cow when you're chewing gum, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think I do it in public, just like watching TV at home, you know? I was at a wedding and one of the groomsmen no. No. was chewing gum. It no. was so distracting to me. Unfriend. Mm-hmm. I- That's awful. I didn't know that that was something that uh, a bride needed to, you know, you're like, ah, don't have your phone in your pocket because I can see it in your pants and like, you know, make sure you wear whatever color socks. But mm-hmm. like, I never thought to say you know, third grade teacher, spit out your gum, children. Yeah, no no snacks at the altar. <laughs> no <laughs> snacks at the altar. Yeah. Oh, God. Anyway, it was a beautiful wedding, but um, yeah, I just, it was very distracting to me and probably only me. I'm probably the only person in the world that gets so fixated on somebody chewing gum. Can't stand it. You know, whenever you go somewhere and they have like the iPad kiosk, like you order food or whatever, there's a little iPad kiosk and you swipe or you, you swipe your, do you give them your credit card? You put your credit card in somewhere. I don't know why this is confusing to me right now. But anyways, and then they turn around the iPad and they're like, Ugh. tip me. And even now, like at a lot of restaurants, they have the little, like they they slide your card on like an iPhone right in front of you. And then they hand you the iPhone. Yeah. Which they didn't, when I was in Europe, they did that there, but you don't tip there. So it was totally fine, right? right. I was just like, sure, you know, right. $60 for dinner. That's great. Have a good day. I signed it. I gave it back to them. But here... Like they're sitting there and I'm trying to be like, do I hit the 20% button? Do I hit 25? They're looking at me. Do I do the math to do something in between? Which is normally what I do. I normally tip somewhere in between 20 and 25%. Mm-hmm. But like a lot of those places where they flip the little iPad around, it's like, I'm getting a smoothie. I don't, don't you make minimum wage or right. like at least like I shouldn't have to tip you unless you were making the $3 an hour. Right. I'm not supposed to subsidize the owners that's the owner's responsibility to charge yes. a fair wage but it's it's tip shaming that's what it is and yeah. the thing i hear you that that annoys me because i don't know if they're on a, a server's wage or a, an hourly wage that is a, the right amount of money that you should be getting right. paid but um the thing that annoys me also is that you haven't even received the service yet. You don't even know if the coffee's good, if yeah. the smoothie's good, if it's going to be on time. You could have, you could forget my order, and now I've tipped you, and now I have to wait ten minutes instead of five. You know? Yeah. So and I and did. it's everywhere too. Like it's I will, everywhere. Yeah, I'll do it for like um, uh, if I'm getting to go food or something because mm-hmm. I used to do. I used to be in charge of the to go orders at a restaurant, and and mm-hmm. like I was on a salary, so I didn't get cuts of the server's tips but it yep it was not much money and you do do a lot of 
work making sure the utensils are there yeah. and all the orders right and everything um so i'll do it then but if i haven't received the received it it's so annoying it is really annoying my we i was in the office this week which was a whole episode of bitches amongst itself probably but uh my boss was like complaining about how much his lunch was right he's like oh blah, blah, blah. You know, all this was 19 dollars. you got like a sandwich and a bottle of water uh-huh. and i was like jesus christ and he said yeah well i mean i tipped them and i was like why would you do that and he said because they flipped the damn ipad around yeah he was like i had no choice i know (laughs) i know it's and oftentimes it's like dollar amounts it's not percentage right right Right. and i'm like okay well now i have to do math in my head really quickly or hold up the line it's so annoying yeah and (sighs) i'm not good at mental math at all so right it it really bothers me um it uh Yeah. I went and bought a tea recently and like, I didn't talk to anyone. Okay. Like you ordered on like a screen Uh and then they just like put it on the counter and you pick it up when it's ready because they send you a text when it's ready. So I never talked to anyone, never interacted with anyone. And all they did was pour me a tea and it asked me if I wanted to tip. And I was like, no, no. Why would I want to tip? No, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. I'm tipping myself, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing your work. God. <laughs> uh, by the way, that is the future. That is how all restaurants and everything should work. I love it. I want to go to that tea place. <laughs> I yeah. No, I liked it. I also, uh, as much as I hate QR code menus mm-hmm. because I feel like you're like it looks like you're on your phone and not paying attention to the people you're at dinner with. Like, mm-hmm. and and you can't. I don't know. I'm I'm very tactile. I enjoy a good menu, even with all the germs on it. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I don't like QR menus, but I do like I've been to quite a few uh like like restaurant slash bar type things lately where uh you do the QR code and it opens up like an order app thing. Mm-hmm. And so then I'll say, you know, I want this glass of wine and I want this cheeseburger and they just bring it over to me and mm-hmm. then I will tip them, but like still less because they're not doing a whole server's job. Yeah. But I I love that because then you can pay really whenever like you that. want to go also. You don't have to done. ask. Yeah. yeah. And if you want more water, you're just like, hey, bring me some more water. Yeah. It's great. Love it. Love, it. Great. love it. Yeah. They've had that like um, uh, one of the one of the New York City airports. They have all of the iPads everywhere mm. and you can just sit down and order from like any restaurant in the vicinity and then they'll bring yeah. it to you and then you can use the iPad while you're waiting. I love I love that technology and I yeah. think every place should be like that. <laughs> You want to know, guess who had this technology years ago, like 10, 10 years ago? McDonald's? It wasn't, it wasn't via QR code, but Olive Garden and Chili's have had, uh, the, they huh. have the little, they're like little touch screens at the table. And so you still get a real server because people are old and they don't understand how, it, or they didn't then. Uh-huh. But this was way <laughs> like, you know. Yeah. Early 2010s that <laughs> Olive Garden got the little the little iPads and you could just say, you know, like, hey, bring me another glass of wine and they would do it in case you couldn't find your server. Oh, wow. it's fantastic. Yeah. It doesn't really seem like the demographic would be no nope. pro for those restaurants. But <laughs> I think maybe it was more to help with uh, the fact that their uh, servers are not very attentive there. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, possibly. And um, I mean, now we're cutting. I mean, that does then eliminate jobs, too. But yeah, that's the point of technology. So that is the point of technology. Or if it doesn't eliminate jobs, it at least like reallocates them. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. Like we talked about Amazon just walk out technology and how <laughs> I still they, they say that they don't hire any less people. And that's because the technology is broke. Um, 
Yeah, yeah I don't believe that at all. Because you have like <laughs> zero employees at a store now. I mean, I guess there's still people that go stock the shelves and everything. Yeah. And there's probably like a security guard. Yeah, yeah. Not that you can steal anything because there's cameras, you know. They That's charge true. you. <laughs> they know everything about you. Oh, God. So follow up from last week where we talked about shitty landlords. I want to talk okay. about shitty roommates. Okay. Yeah. Do any of your ex-roommates listen to the podcast? Yes. My, Hell yeah. Uh, Let's talk about them. Well, my parents listen. <laughs> <laughs> And for a long time, so I did the, uh, I was- Yes, for almost 18 years even, you lived with them. (laughs) I was also a boomerang uh, millennial where you graduate from college and then you move back in with your parents. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, I boomeranged right back into, into their home for about a year and a half. Where was I going with this? Oh, anyway, I- Shitty roommates. Yes, I would always refer to my parents as my, I live with an older couple. They're my roommates. <laughs> <laughs> because I didn't want people to know I lived with my parents. That makes you sound cool when you're out at a bar. You know, you're like, ah, shit, my roommate just texted me. I think I got to go home. Mm-hmm. If somebody told me that, I'd be like, oh, okay. You know, like the toilet's backed up, whatever. It's your roommate. It, <laughs> yeah. it, it was your mom. Your mom was like, Caitlin, curfew's in 10. <laughs> No, I had a lot of fun living with them again. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, none of my actual ex-roommates listen to the podcast as far as I know that would be shitty ex-roommates. I okay. Um, <laughs> so my first one was my college roommate. And mm-hmm. I think it just has to do with the fact that um, we were 18 and moved into dorms. And first of all, let's talk about dorms. Why let's the- talk about fucking dorms. Why the fuck? Do we all have to share a room? Why? We did that for the first 18 years of our life. Like, do they not think that our parents made us share a room at some point? Like, why do I have to share a room with now a stranger? Yeah. And like, why not just put a wall down the middle and have very tiny dorms? It's not, it's, it doesn't take any more space. It's it's not like I'm using her side of the room. Anyway, I got along with my roommate. She was awesome. But she would do this thing where she would answer her phone calls. In the middle of the night, you know, when you're yeah. 20, 19, you, your friends call you all the fucking time and it, yeah. it's not a big deal or text you, I guess now. But um, she would just answer the phone and lay in bed and have a conversation. And I'm trying to sleep like five feet away from her. If my phone went off, I had a Nextel. You remember Nextels? Do you remember Nextels? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the, the, what's the noise? Beep, beep. Uh, sh- yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it, did, yeah. They all had, yeah. Too. So I would get a radio beep beep. I would go out into yeah. the hall and talk really quietly. But she mm. would just have fucking long ass conversations in the middle of the night with whomever was calling her. <sighs> God. I don't know if that bothers me that much. I mean, I get it. I understand your bitch. But at the same time, like, where else was she supposed to go? I just said I went out in the hallway. <laughs> it's not that far. It's like four feet. Yeah, okay. If you're going to have right, a conversation. Right. You're right. You're I right. also was having really bad sleeping issues. And insomnia okay. the first year of college so mm-hmm. um sleep was really if you really got important. to yeah yeah if you got to sleep you're like hey bitch i'm asleep yeah yeah, yeah. so that yes my my uh, did you was it a uh a rando or did you know them before? i didn't know her i was roommate yeah matching. okay yeah i did the same i did the same thing uh my freshman year of college and she was fine uh mostly she was really messy which bothered me. And she snored really loudly, which bothered me. I used to like throw shit at her in the middle of the night, but she was, a. I don't want to sound judgy. Mm-hmm. 
but she um she's promiscuous which like good for her man Uh like i wasn't that brave good for her so like every weekend she was just gone she was just like at some (laughs) different dude's house and i was like hell yeah i get the place to myself every single weekend yep um now in my old roommate's defense i was pretty shitty in 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 an aspect uh (laughs) one time one time i um I was getting ready to go home for Thanksgiving and I was so sick with mono and I didn't know that I had mono, but it was like before I'd gone to the doctor and gotten really sick, but I like, I couldn't even walk to class to hand in my exam, one of my exams. I had to have a, mm-hmm. a friend of mine. I was like, Hey, Justin, can you come over and walk me to class? Because I feel like I'm going to pass out. I just I feel oh, so God. horrible. And so he walked me to drop my exam off, blah, blah, blah. So I was just so sick and didn't realize that I was sick yet. And, um, I was just trying to get home. So I left. I think I just put some dirty dishes in my closet because that's where you stored everything. Like that's where your dishes went. And I did, I was, I thought I was coming back like two days later. So I'm like, oh, it'll be fine. Well, I didn't come back for like a week and a half and they got really yeah. stinky and moldy and they had to throw all my dishes out because everything was disgusting. And I, <laughs> she felt horrible doing it. And I was like, I am so sorry. Like I just was not, that's not me as a person. I just yeah. wasn't in my right mind because I was so sick. So yeah. she could bitch about me for a minute there. That's funny. Yeah. Um, dirty dishes in your closet I also had <laughs> one roommate somebody the next uh year I got out of dorms because obviously um mm-hmm. and I got an apartment and my with a girlfriend of mine and I thought that we were gonna sign we were signing a, a lease for a four bedroom and they were we were doing roommate matching for the other two rooms okay and um I I wrote down on my application that I only wanted to live with girls well mm-hmm. she had a male friend who I didn't know and yeah. she said, oh, men can cut, men, men are fine. And I was like, I don't want dudes. So her friend moved in also. He ended up being the best roommate. He was yeah, so at clean. Least she knew him, yeah. right? It wasn't a random dude. Well, that, yeah. no, but then we kept getting matched with other random dudes. <laughs> and the other random dude, he was an Italian guy from uh, Italy. And he was on, Whoa. he was studying abroad and he would get on Skype and talk to his family at all, all hours of the night. He yeah. had a fucking trombone that he would play at like nope. midnight and his room was right next to mine. Nope. And all of our friends like loved him because he's Italian and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah. this motherfucker plays his <laughs> trombone and yells, to, you know, he's Italian. So he's talking really loudly right, and, right. and I'm sure gesturing and whatever. And Did uh, he cook for you though? Pardon? Did he cook for no! you? No. Ah, oh, damn it. That would have been the only like redeeming no. quality. Yeah. And then he was only there for a semester. And then the next guy that came in, he was like a grad student or something. And I remember I was telling him, I was thinking I was going to change my major into architecture. And uh, he convinced me not to because he's like, you just have to study all the time and you're in the lab all the time. You'll get really fat because you just order pizza. And like that, I was like, okay, guess I'm not going to be an architecture major because <laughs> I don't want to get fat. Oh my God. That's funny. Mm-hmm. My so not shitty, did, but just Im- right. I was impressionable. Not him. That was my fault. <laughs> my brother did roommate matching once, uh, like in an apartment, and they matched him with this guy who um, sold drugs out of the apartment. <gasps> and they like never saw him, never did it, like, except he would come out occasionally, like do a little drug deal. He had all this money and it always smelled like weed or whatever coming from his room. And, you know, they were like, we don't want to get in trouble for, like, however much amount of oxy he has in his room or whatever, Holy right? Holy shit. So yeah. they, um, they like, you know, said something to the apartment management company, and I think that he got evicted not long after. But did, it was really interesting. Did the roommate, the drug dealer, did he go to school? Or was he I just, get, like, I, a random dude? It was student, it was student housing apartment, so he would have had to go to school. Oh, okay. 
He was at least enrolled in school yeah. so that he could sell to the other kids in school, right? Right. But okay. according to my brother, he never like offered them free drugs, you know? So Rude. it really, really wasn't worth it. Yeah. No, that's the only perk of having a drug dealer as a roommate. <laughs> occasional free free pills. Um, right. <laughs> okay, kids, don't do drugs. Except the yeah, good these ones. are jokes. Yes. Um my other roommate uh moved into my uh apartment and she didn't tell me that she was bringing a pet with her which i would have been fine like okay. you know if she told me and it wasn't a big deal but it was a rat it was a pet that's rat that's not a pet that's not a pet no that's not a pet no and it turns out super cute and i you know i'm a big animal lover so i didn't mind it but uh his cage was so loud all the time. I can't remember what it was. If he had like a little running wheel and that would just go. Yeah. And so it would wake me up in the middle of the night again. I, yeah. I think I, all my all my bitches are about sleeping issues. About sleeping? Like, yeah. Uh, oh, I know. Okay. Again, when I was in college, I stayed the night at one of my friend's apartments. And mm-hmm. he was never – he rented this apartment because he thought he was going to go to school Uh at the university, but he decided to accept this job, uh, okay. right out of high school. And, um, so he still had the apartment. So every now and then he'd come up and party. Mm-hmm. I'm sleeping on the couch and my mm-hmm. friend's in his room sleeping and the roommate comes home at like 2 AM. Mm-hmm. He doesn't see me on the couch. He goes into <laughs> his room and starts loudly watching porn. Oh, so hell yeah. loud that I was just like, I gotta go. I just left. I, th- I My car must have been there. And I was like, this is so bizarre. You just got up and left. Yes. I was like, I mean, but it, it was like for 20 minutes. I was like, what should I do? And I was like, I don't want to go wake my friend up. We're friends, but we're not that close to friends that I can like right, sleep in right. his bed and it wouldn't be weird. And I was like, I'm no. So I, I just left. I got the hell out of there. And <laughs> oh my God. I don't think he ever knew I was there either. <laughs> Oh, oh my god! I thought you were gonna say like he like sat on you or something and like no that was... TV, which would have been funny, <laughs> that would have been hilarious. Yeah, but uh, yeah, porn is a that's that's a lot. That was yeah. All right. Well, those are all my shitty roommate stories. I have the best roommate now, though. Yeah. Yeah. Is it an animal? No, it's my husband. Oh 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Husband. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, I had I had some shitty roommates in college too and I uh I had let's see, we I lived in a four bedroom apartment and um one of their one of the girls, her boyfriend would come over and stay over all the time and he just had like the boomingest voice. Mm. And like that was our whole like the rest of us hated him, but it was mostly because of his <laughs> boomy voice, you know? And we were like, yeah. Look, if you're gonna be here, you go to bed at nine. If you're gonna stay up and talk, you leave. <laughs> <laughs> Quietly. Like just text each other. <laughs> Right. We just, we could not handle the fact that like you could hear him from anywhere in the apartment. And then we argued a lot about um, like duties, right? Like we tried to like split up cleaning duties and, you know, Mm -hmm. Walmart shopping and all of that. But there was, I remember like a month that we were without trash bags because I was like, I was like, look, it's not my turn. I know for a fact it's not my turn and I'm not going to buy trash bags for y'all bitches. And so you can figure out how to live your life without (laughs) trash bags. I just like brought all my trash to my room where I had my own trash bags, you know? That's the level of pettiness I love. Yeah. I was like, look. (laughs) It's like when Pam wrote the note on the microwave. (laughs) Again, I mean, honestly. Yeah, I was like, look, if if you're going, you know, and they'd be like, oh, I'm going to Walmart, you know, do you guys, you know, want to come or whatever? And I was like, bitch, get trash bags. And then you come back and be like, oh, I forgot. Oh, All my right, God. Well, you have one job. 
right? You had one job, you know? That's like the one thing that you need, too. You can't really survive without trash bags. Right. Right. (laughs) Uh, So I moved out, like, in the middle of the semester. um, (laughs) Peace. I'm out. uh, And I I took so many more things that I needed to take. I was like... (laughs) You know, this is my vacuum cleaner. Y'all bitches don't get a vacuum cleaner. Mm-hmm. Like this is, you know, this mm-hmm. is mine. This is mine. This is mine. I took everything. I'm sure. And I, I, I really hope that they hated it. I, that was probably immature of me, but I don't really care. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm sure if like I was telling the story from their perspective, like, yeah, I had this one bitch roommate <laughs> who just took all our shit in the middle of the semester and left. Yep. Like she just stole all our stuff. I don't know where it came from, but it was definitely our stuff, communal. Right, right, Ugh. communal stuff. Yeah. Okay, all right. Get out of here. Yeah. Oh, hey, do you want to play? That was the worst segue I've ever done. Oh, hey. Um, oh, hey. Oh, hi. Uh, would you like to play a game? No. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I was kidding. I was like, of well, course I want to play a game. I don't know what else to I, say. I love games. Okay, great. This is the, uh, I don't know how to explain how to play this game, but it's called Hot or Not. <laughs> Okay. All right. You ready? I'm ready. Jason Momoa, hot or not? Hot. Oh. Okay. Hot, 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 hot. All right. Not my thing. Uh, Penn Badgley. What? Um. So I would like to preface this. Uh, I did not watch Gossip Girl. Mm Mm-hmm. So I only know him from you. Mm Mm-hmm. And now I'm regretting my preface because, like, he's kind of hot, but like, if I only know him from you, then I'm a psycho. Mm Mm-hmm. Season one, you, he was pretty hot. Yeah. Season yeah. three, I never got through. Oh, yeah. Uh, why'd they get married? It kind of ruined everything. Not enough people died. I don't know. Um, He's probably hot. He's probably, fuck me. He's probably hot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lizzo. Definitely hot. As if I, I knew the answer there. What, what kind of stupid question is this? I had to throw in some girls. Uh, of course. Ryan Goose Gusling. All right. Circa win. The notebook. Hot. What? Currently, not that hot. Before he married Ava Mendez, he was pretty hot, and then he disappeared, and then he came back, and he looked old, and I'm just not, I'm not here for it. I'm not here for it. Have you seen the trailers or the photos from the set of Barbie? Yeah, and it didn't. It doesn't change my mind. Okay. He's not hot anymore. I have. I've never. Found, I've never seen the appeal of Ryan Gosling. He's a great actor. I. I see that, but I just. Then maybe it's a me age thing. Like he's kind of like dirty looking, and mm-hmm. now I'm like, ah, I'd rather have someone who bathes. Yeah. You know? Speaking of somebody who always looks like they're slightly dirty, Timothy yeah. Chalamet. I don't think he's hot. I don't get it. He's growing on me. I, I th- he's too young for me to say that he's hot. That one too. You know, yeah. I, I feel like he's not old enough. But he, his name has a lot of letters. Yeah, uh, I get him and Zendaya's boyfriend mixed up. Tom Holland. I was almost put Tom Holland on the list, and then I was like, I don't, he's also like a child to me. So no, I don't know the difference between the two of them, but I think that they are both cute little boys <laughs> yeah yeah great actors but not not hot to be uh leonardo dicaprio i'm okay dude i'm okay all right again a time and a place leonardo dicaprio was hot as hell yes. okay i was uh, gonna say uh romeo and juliet leonardo dicaprio hot right the titanic Wolf pretty of hot. wall street not 
Wolf of Wall Street is, I feel like, a very good turning point where he became a little bit less hot. And then that movie that he finally won an Academy Award for, an Oscar or whatever the hell they are called, the one where he fought off a bear. Oh, yeah, The Revenant. Yeah, didn't see it, but didn't like his look. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think he's hot. And I think that, you know, he should really date someone older than 10. Yeah. Okay, I agree. I don't think the look in it was going for hot, but okay. Um, Anne Hathaway. Ooh, what a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, shoot, Anne Hathaway has her moments. I think that she's hot, though. Let's see, and here's why: she can have long hair she can have short hair and she can have a fucking buzz cut and still be a beautiful lady so Mm -hmm. that's hot in my book yeah i think she looks great with short hair yeah Um, post malone (laughs) dude post malone is hot as hell you know post malone is hot okay he clearly must have like five double chins because all those face tattoos he's hiding We don't even know what Post Malone looks like underneath his face tattoos. <laughs> I think that he, uh, so it's it's more, you know, I love his music. I think he's funny as hell. And I, um, I don't know. I, I really like Posty. I'm a Posty fan. So I say Posty is hot. Wow. I also really like the fact that he's just like, um, you know, he's owning his look. He's like, I know I look like a fucking freak <laughs> and I'm here, you know, but okay. Hot take. That's a hot take. Um, hot take. all right. Last one. Uh, Adam Levine. <laughs> No, no. He's so Wait, not hot. What? What? Uh, I, it's unbelie. It's unfucking believable how not hot he is. Okay, uh-huh. is that what he said in the text? I'm. Yes. He's not hot. No, okay? he's never. I never found him attractive. Okay, so let's talk about the difference between Post Malone tattoos and Adam Levine tattoos. Okay, Adam Levine is has arguably a better body than Post Malone. True. I still like Post Malone more. Adam Levine's tattoos say California for some reason. That's stupid. Um, Adam Levine sings in a very high-pitched voice that's stupid um if if we are you know comparing uh a tatted white dude to a tatted white dude i'm still i'm doubling down on posty okay that's what i've done i've doubled down well there you have it ladies and gentlemen hot or not according to Lindsay, posty wins um i agree i agree uh do you want to take a quick break i need to uh, refill my wine and then yeah, I'm going to uh, ditch the cider and find any other alcohol ever. That's good. I don't want to see you make those faces again. It's been <laughs> it's been painful to watch. <laughs> um, thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. All right. We'll be right back. Okay. Okay, we're back. We are back. I have a vodka, soda, cranberry, lime. Ooh, a vodka. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of vodka. I switched to uh, Prosecco. Nice. Because I had a, a bottle open from last night, and uh, it's still bubbly. So, Oh, my God. Yeah, it's lovely. Yes. Why don't champagne bottles have twist-offs? Like, all the, like so you can reclose them? I, like, never want to open one because I don't want to sit and drink five glasses of Prosecco. But First of anyway. all, I do. Second of all, I read somewhere that if you put an upside down spoon in there, like it'll mm-hmm. keep it. I don't know mm-hmm. if that's real. Um, but I also think that like Cooks has a twist top. So mm-hmm. just so by it's possible. Or champagne. Yeah. By yeah. shittier champagne. Okay. We'll do. Quote unquote champagne. 
All right, I am ready for the big bitch. Well, that's good because I have the big bitch today, okay? Hell yeah. (laughs) And like all of my bitches in general, I have to give you guys a backstory so you don't think that I'm 100% crazy. (laughs) Just like 98%, okay? So Uh I saw a commercial the other day for Publishers Clearinghouse. And I remember I used to see them a lot when I was a kid and I always thought it was a scam, right? Like anyone... Okay, first of all, anyone that presents you with a big check just like seems sus overall. <laughs> yep. Um, but why were these people winning money? They didn't buy a lottery ticket. Like w- publishers clearinghouse, that doesn't make any sense. And so the funny thing about the commercial and that like made it even more suspicious and really like triggered me was that Steve Harvey was in it. <laughs> He's like what? their spokesperson now. Wow. Um, okay, so first of all, how many freaking jobs does Steve Harvey have? Yeah, that man is the the new Ryan Seacrest. He is he's hustling, right? But he looks a lot better than Ryan Seacrest. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, I so does he still have his talk show? I don't I don't know. Um, mm. I think he has a radio show. We know he has Family Feud. There might be a game show too. He mm-hmm. used to have a sitcom. Like I'm fucking tired just talking about all of the jobs yeah. that Steve Harvey has. Yeah, I've only so. ever had one job. At, yeah right i had yeah. i had two, one summer i had two jobs and it was oh i was tired mm. i was very tired same yeah i interned and lifeguarded and i worked seven days a week for a whole yep. summer it was i had one day yeah. off it was the fourth of july i'm, I'm still exhausted <laughs> from it exactly right yeah. so i don't know what kind of drugs steve harvey takes but maybe my brother's roommate sells them to him i don't know <laughs> um so uh, I, I learned a couple of things about Steve Harvey, which, by the way, you have to call him Steve Harvey. His name's not Steve. It's Steve Harvey, right? That's true. One word. Okay. He's, um, he's 65 years old. Wow. He looks good. It, is this, is this going to be about Steve Harvey? No, is it's this not. this big bitch about Steve Harvey? Damn it. It's, it's mostly about Publishers Clearinghouse, but Steve oh. Harvey plays a large role in my big bitch. Okay. Do you think he dyes his mustache? He has to. He's 65. Hey. Hey, yeah. I would. I would think so. I think, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I looked up his uh, net worth as $200 million, and so I feel like what? if I had $200 million, I might also look good, but I'm on a podcast, so odds are I don't. <laughs> <laughs> if I had $200 million, I would have zero jobs, and this man has $200 million and has all the jobs. Right, right. <sighs> um, all right, so back to the scam of Publishers Clearinghouse, okay? So their website... I went to their own website, and it defines their business. Publishers Clearinghouse, a limited liability company founded in 1953, is a leading direct-to-consumer company offering a unique blend of curated multi-channel shopping and free-to-play, chance-to-win digital entertainment across a network of web and app-based entertainment properties. What the fuck? So my first question is like, y'all even publish anything? (laughs) Right. They don't even clear anything. They don't even clear houses. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. So uh, I was still on their website, and I learned that basically how they got their start was like, quote, unquote, publishing, like basically junk mail. Um, They described it at the time as an unprecedented array of discounted magazine subscription offers. What? That sounds like a pyramid scheme, right? Yeah. I didn't know they actually were like a real company. Uh huh. Yeah. So that's so that's where my my bitch comes in, right? So this is what I wanted to know: is like, what the fuck is Publishers Clearinghouse? Is it real? Is it a scam? 
why the hell is Steve Harvey in here? Is he is he real or did they like, you know, CGI this man in? Uh-huh. I I just, I have so many questions because I've seen all their commercials when I was a kid and I don't know, my parents didn't play the lottery and so like maybe my parents had me thinking it was a scam, but it also like even when I was like 8, I was like this doesn't seem real. Did, so, didn't you just like mail, you would get like a magazine and it would mm-hmm. have like in the centerfold a a postcard and you would mail your information in? And that was your entry? I guess. I never did it. I don't really remember. But Uh, but that sounds right. In one of their deeply discounted magazine subscription offers. Gross. Um, So they they launched their sweepstakes in 1967. um, But in 1999, they launched their website, which, like, I'm kind of impressed with. Yeah. Um, But that's, that's when I think the scam really started. Okay? So you can enter your information, which I'm assuming... They sell to anyone and everyone for yeah. some minuscule chance of winning some money that's definitely highly taxed and given to you, mm-hmm. you know, on some debit card that you can only use at like three stores or something like that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, so they say that their the publisher's clearinghouse says that their sources of revenue are digital advertising, search advertising, and the sale of merchandise and magazines. With 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Like, it's shit like that that just sounds so sus. Yeah, but, like, who... Okay, so, if they're doing... If they're making money off of digital advertising, people have to be going to their website in order for them to put up an ad for yeah. somebody to see. So who is going to Publisher Clearinghouse website unless they're researching, is this a scam? Like, for a podcast like nobody nobody goes to that site <laughs> nobody goes to it i don't yeah. understand the only thing the only way i think that they could make money is selling your data that and, exactly exactly that's mailing what I it think in they do. yeah mm-hmm. mailing it in and they've probably been data collectors for 70 years since they were founded before way before facebook was doing it right for sure yeah this is before google right yeah yeah, that is. It's a. The more you talk, the more I am convinced that it, this is this is a, a scam. Yeah. Well, that was my thesis. I set out to determine whether or not Publishers <laughs> Clearinghouse was a scam. So, oh, okay. Here's the science. There we go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We will. Yes. We will vote at the end whether my or not hypothesis. it was a scam. Yes. Hypothesis. I said thesis. I don't know science, which is why I love to report on science. <laughs> I mean, it could be your thesis if you're going to do a big paper on it, which kind of did. Just a big bitch. Yeah. Um, so I went to a uh, publisher's clearinghouse Wikipedia page, which I'll save you the time. It's like 75% just a list of litigation and settlements that they've come to. <laughs> uh, if that's not a big red flag for that says scam, I don't know what is. So they like these settlements are not just individuals. They're also like entire states, like the entire state of Iowa sued them at some point. <laughs> They just got together, all 45 people that live in Iowa, yeah. and we're like, you know what we're going to do today? We're going to sue Publishers Clearinghouse. Right, because they don't publish anything. Mm-hmm. That's misleading. Identity theft is, is a crime. I, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I also found on their Wikipedia page, like, entire regulations have been built around, like, the scamminess of their business model. <laughs> Yeah. Because there was a long time when they first came out with their sweepstakes, which sweepstakes is just like a trigger word or like a red flag to begin with, right? Mm-hmm. But um, there was a long time that people thought that like their chances or did people didn't just come up with this thought. Publishers Clearinghouse allowed them to infer that if they bought things from them, 
their chances of winning the sweepstakes would be higher, <gasps> which was not true. And so they like the U.S. government like has built regulations about mm-hmm. sweepstakes surrounding their scammy business practices. Oh, my God. Um, I also found an entire article on scams that are pretending to be Publishers Clearinghouse. So like s- even scammers are like, hey, this is a scam, but people believe it. So like we're going to scam people off of it. Is it like published <laughs> clearing home? <laughs> no, people... Like you, you might get an email or like a phone call saying that you've won. Uh, oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and uh-huh. you have $10,000 waiting. You just have to send them $100 and they'll like mail you your package or, you know, your big check costs X dollars or whatever, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. Um, so they'll either ask you for, for a payment or they'll ask you for a bunch of private information so they can actually identity, identity theft you. <laughs> um, but I just thought it was funny that like scammers were like, hey, it's like mostly built for us. What if <laughs> we just piggyback a little bit? It's not that big of a deal. Um, <laughs> all right. Back to Steve Harvey. Yes, please. Uh, I wanted to know why he started doing these commercials. Before he did it, Marie Osmond did it, which like might make sense because I feel like Marie Osmond – was like on the view or is on the view right she had like a song cam come out in like the 19 somethings i don't know steve harvey seems like more of a celebrity than marie osmond marie mm-hmm. osmond's not gonna sell me anything at but least. who did it in like the 90s oh uh this is a separate big bitch i went down a whole rabbit hole about this like uh ed, ed mcmahon right yeah it was not him he did it actually for publishers clearinghouse's rival <gasps> um What's the rival it had a similar name it was called American Publishers something or another. What? Yeah, so Ed McMahon did do that. Um, but th- I was the article the the article I was reading about Ed McMahon was interesting because it was all um about like the uh, Mandela effect because we uh-huh. all remember Ed McMahon giving out Publishers Clearinghouse checks. Yeah. And we all remember him doing things for Publishers Clearinghouse, but he was actually doing it for like an equal entity that was smaller, American Publishing House or something like that. Um, And what's interesting is that nobody sued each other because they were both like, ah, courts would probably just kick us out because, you know, we're both doing semi-illegal things. Yeah. It's it's like a drug dealer trying to sue a drug dealer. Like you can't, you can't bring them or rob a drug dealer. You can't go, you can't report it because what did they steal? Mm, My drugs. My my drugs, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, okay, well now you're in jail. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So no, I thought that was interesting because I also thought I remembered Egg McMahon doing it, but he did it for a different company and Publishers Clearinghouse pretty much like took, took his star power uh, and used it to their advantage even though he never represented them. That's wild. <laughs> Anything that's a Mandela effect is pretty, pretty wild. Right. Especially my- like all of our group think Mandela effects, yeah. right? With the fact that it, it like shaped the, we all believe one thing. I don't know. We should yeah. big bitch on the Mandela effect. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I was trying to Google, you know, Publishers Clearinghouse, Steve Harvey, like why the hell is Steve Harvey here, right? So what I learned... <laughs> is that Publishers Clearinghouse has definitely been around long enough and they have their own search engine and all this other bullshit. They're very good at getting only positive Google results to show up. So I, after I learned they had their own search engine and I figured that they had all this money and they were just like boosting you know, their own articles, I was like, okay. So mm-hmm. I go to like page five of the Google results and I finally find what I'm looking for, right? I found a sketchy ass blog post uh-huh. that says that Steve Harvey apparently needed money I don't know what that means. 
but needed money after NBC canceled his talk show. Um, so uh. apparently he doesn't have his talk show anymore. Uh, NBC canceled it. So this forum really hates Steve Harvey's wife. Her name is Marjorie. And they all seem to be convinced that she spends all of his money. So he has to take stupid jobs like Publishers Clearinghouse commercials. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good they were all Maggie. like, oh, Marjorie's in Italy right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they don't like her. Do they have a crush on Steve Harvey? I have no idea what the basis of this forum was. It was called Lipstick Alley. Uh, <laughs> but there was very good commentary uh, back and forth about Steve Harvey and this publisher's clearinghouse job. Wow. Um, but I, what I, what I overall learned, I think, is that it, it is a scam. What I read is that... Um, if you win the, it's it's not even clear. I think it used to be $5,000 a month for the rest of your life. Now I think it might be seven because they actually sort of understand inflation and or no one wins. <laughs> yeah. Um, they said that the odds of, of anyone winning, because this was one of the lawsuits that came out at some point, was that mm -hmm. they needed to give the odds of you winning. Because um, like even the lottery does that, right? Mm -hmm. Which I understand you're paying, but you're paying like a dollar. So whatever. Um, the odds of you winning that mega prize is like one in six billion. And there's only like, what, 8 billion people in the world? Mm hmm. <laughs> so. Huh. So good luck. Um, and then they also like pay out over some really weird time schedule. So you're totally not making the right, like the amount of money that they say you'll be making. Um, and then some people who win, quote unquote, win a sweepstakes, like they're winning like a dollar Amazon gift card, maybe like, you know. Oh, when they so, show like, I won, blah, blah, blah. And I won on the publisher's clearinghouse sweepstake. Yay. But it's just a small. It's amount. a small amount. Yeah. Which if they, if someone gave me a dollar, like a $1 Amazon gift card, I'm not sure that that's like worth typing in all those numbers. No, I would leave like it when somebody spins the machine around. I would just leave that as a tip. Like, here you go. This is yours to deal with. Right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so to conclude, do not, under any circumstances, enter the sweepstakes. It's probably not real. Uh, they do a very good job of masking all of this information on the internet. But I did find an amazing comment on the forum about <laughs> Steve Harvey's new job at uh -huh. Publishers Clearinghouse. Uh -huh. Someone with the username Miss Smith okay. said... Well, he's used to announcing people win shit they really didn't. <laughs> and I'm really here for this. So, like, she wins all of it. Oh, I'm happy about that. That's, that's beautiful. That's it is beautiful. beautiful. Wow. Yeah. I haven't thought about the Publishers Clearinghouse since I was a kid, and I think I would enter. And even though I wasn't allowed to enter, or maybe I wrote in my parents' names, I have no idea. I was probably yeah. selling my parents' data long before I should have been. Oops. Um, yeah. But... God, that's so bizarre. Mm -hmm. I can't believe they're still around. I can't believe still Steve Harvey around. is involved. Steve Harvey should not be involved. I like, can't believe this... Steve Harvey's 65. Because I was that thinking, one. like, I, I, you think publishers, you think publishers clearinghouse, you think like an old, older celebrity. And I didn't think Steve Harvey was an older celebrity. Technically, he is. Yeah, Shit. technically, he could retire. <laughs> Take uh, Margie over to Italy on uh, <laughs> on Social Security. On Joe Biden's dime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my God! Yeah. Um. I this this was an interesting. You know, I I really did. I thought that I would learn a little bit more. We've talked a couple times in the pod about like where our research starts and where we end. Mm -hmm. And I thought that I would learn a little bit more. And in the end. Publishers Clearinghouse 
hides so many things from us via the internet that I had to talk about Steve Harvey to fill time. <laughs> How did you think about what what made you start going down this rabbit hole? I saw a commercial and Steve Harvey was in it and I was like, why is Steve Harvey doing this? <laughs> I have to find that commercial because I haven't seen it yet. That's oh, if awesome. you Google uh, Publishers Clearinghouse Steve Harvey, the commercial just pops right up. Lovely. I will be doing that right after we finish this. <laughs> that was awesome, Lindsay. Thank you. I haven't given that any thought for a long time, but now it's going to take up some rent in my mind. You're welcome. The 90s are coming back, so I'm really just here to you know, celebrate <laughs> everything that happened in the 90s in addition to some of the shitty commercials that came on PBS when we were kids. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, it's funny that you did something about a scam because... The next big bitch that I'm going to do, I believe, is going to be about a con artist. I started researching this guy, and I was like, ooh, it's historical, it's interesting, it's ballsy. Uh, So I don't know if it's enough content to fill a big bitch, but we shall see. Um, Well, do you want to wrap it up? Yeah, that's really all that I have to bitch about, I think. Um, uh, Yeah. Well, that's all I have to bitch about. Excellent job as always, Lindsay. Oh, excellent job to you as well. Well, thank you. Sir. Tip of my hat. Tip of Tip my of hat. My hat. Yes. Okay. A gentleman and a scholar. Um, <laughs> well, are we coming back next week or is it the week after? Uh, I think week after. I think we're going to take a break because I'm traveling to see somebody. Somebody, somebody. Oh, you. I'm going to go see you next week. So yeah. Uh, yeah. We're going to take a week off because we're going to be together and not recording. Sadly. Right, right. We're gonna uh, vacation. We're gonna at vacation Lindsay's house <laughs> at Lindsay's house. That's right. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, then we'll be back the week after. And Caitlin has to big bitch about a con artist. I believe so. Um, Can't wait. And it is not Publishers Clearinghouse. So mm-hmm. <laughs> we <hope> will <laughs> s- talk to you then. Follow us on Instagram at bitch 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 podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your pods. New episodes every Monday. Bitch, Bitch, Bitch is written, choreographed, edited, and produced by Lindsay and Caitlin. Our theme song is Urban District by Govida. Ooh.